Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your uh, your guide for the next two hours here on the program. But I'm not the only guy sitting in the room here, so let me go around the room and introduce you to my fellow patriots. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corporate, approved memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for being here. How, how was your week? How's things going uh, in the world of, uh, of Earl? Good. You've been busy. Last weekend, uh, you went to the, the, uh, the birthday party for the great, 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 great grandson yes. of uh, Daniel Boone. How'd that go? That, was, that went very everything well. Everything went good? You and, you well. and Mrs. Earl and then Earl Jr.? Uh-huh. Everything went great. Good oh, yeah. To go. Good to He's go. He's another year older. Outstanding, outstanding. Yeah, soon he'll be driving his own car and going to school. <laughs> He's and been doing that. <laughs> Legally, I mean. Legally. He's you know, been doing that. Uh, speaking of legally, on my left, uh, guarding the door, oh, the courtroom oh, assassin. Oh. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Kevin, how are you today? I, I notice you have uh, one hand different colors than the other. Yeah, my, my left hand is uh, turning an interesting shade of purple throughout the palm. That uh, just, uh, you know, something that happens in the courtroom every once in a while? or <laughs> Well, you know, there, there's a New York State case that came out that said trial by combat is, in fact, legal. Yes. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't called anybody out on that yet. Right. Uh, I, I keep the, uh, waiting the, for just the right circumstances. That's the Aaron Burr case, isn't it? Aaron <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But, right. no, I was sparring with somebody on Thursday. And uh, there are various medieval weapons platforms that can be used is that the ball gag one you were showing me? No. No? Yes. Okay, sorry. And and there's there's live action role play, which uses a, a foam. Ah, yes. There's SCA, which uses rattan. And then there's real steel. Right. And and I was uh, I was sparring with someone I had not sparred with before using real steel. And I was using a modified French grip left-handed blade that I hadn't used much before. And uh, I perhaps should have trained with that more before I <laughs> sparred with this person because they managed to catch me in a guard and went to strip my blade away. And because of the mechanism of that grip, it's really hard to do. But in the process, they dislocated my left thumb and proceeded to get struck in the head twice with a Buckner really, really hard. They had a helmet They had a helmet on, and they decided when I dropped the Buckner and picked up my one-handed 
short blade, they would yield because they could tell I was in a bad mood now. <laughs> yield, sir. Yield. It's merely a flesh wound. Yeah. Well, this is like fighting Lady Bree. She's a, she's a, that lady's a harbor chick. That's a, <laughs> she's a harbor chick. And she, uh, and, you know, she, she fell down when I hit her the second time. Right, right. Uh, and, and when I reached down and pulled the blade off my hand and then relocated my thumb, I think she realized, oh, please don't let me be here when he, <laughs> when he picks up that other, because I'm uh, fixing to wail the living bejesus out of you for that, because, you know, that's my check writing hand. And so yeah. nobody's getting paid this week, you know. And, and that's the thing, you know, and Earl got it, said, I know something you do not know. I am no left-handed. I'm, I'm not left-handed either. <laughs> it still smarts, though. It Remi reminds me of the time uh, Major Bill and I went to play darts. Some steel tip darts, and uh, this this may have may or may not have been a military operation. Uh, it was, and uh, we went up there and we played, and I just played uh, you know an average game, and Bill played a little bit less than average game, and finally got somebody <laughs> to challenge him to uh, a little one on one. And right before he got up there, Bill said, "Sucker!" Uh, said, uh, "Hold on, now because Bill is left-handed, Major Bill is left-handed, so he was playing right-handed horribly." <laughs> And then he switched to left hand and, he went, and started oh, dropping Oh, wait, I, for, I forgot something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am no left-handed. Yeah, we've done that on the, uh, on the, on the pistol range as well <laughs> a couple of times. I think we've all done that. Well, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to do that on the pistol range for a minute because if I have a 45 go off in this hand right now, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I, you know what, though? This swollen as that, that palm is, I will not have a problem with the grip safety. It's going to depress the grip safety yeah, as soon yeah, as I touch the yeah, gun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to in, disengage yeah. that thing in a from, second. From here. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this week, uh, one or more of us were supposed to be up at the, uh, the NRA Carry Guard Expo in Richmond, Virginia. But what happened was... What happened was there was this, there was this girl named Florence, this, uh, this lady. I get a girl. She's young. She came into town. She's less huh? than two weeks old. We can call her a girl, right? <laughs> <laughs> Or and she matured fast, though. Yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, girls will yeah. do that faster yeah, than she, boys. She, they she, do. Got, they she do. got to be a big girl pretty quick. But then, you know, she, she got to be a smaller girl. After, you know, but so she's a, she's oh, she's, it's, a it, it's the gastric bypass. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's what did it. The, uh, yeah, the, the storm, uh, you know, coming last weekend after we left here, I think, you know, Sunday is when they started making those, all those, uh, all, the, all the tracks and all the predictions and where it's going to end up. And you know, those tracks were from South Carolina to Virginia. So you're like, okay. Uh, and then it started to become... This is a monster storm. This is going to be a great storm. This could be a huge storm. And now listen, folks, if you ever get one of these storm warnings and they're coming towards you, take all precautions and everything that they do. But it always seems, tell me if I'm wrong, fellas, it always seems when they say, this is it, this is the storm of the century, this is the one, that we're not going to get a raindrop. It just, it just seems like it always does that. It always does the... Uh, That's not the part that has me concerned. I've been watching this on TV. You know, it's uh, Fox has got it on and... It, why do North Carolina police departments need MRAPs? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they're cool. That's, yeah. wow. That's, yeah, see, that's yeah. an MRAP. I was yeah. like, wait, that's not, no. I don't, mm, -mm no. Yeah. Well, they got to fight the, uh, they got to fight the bad guys, you know? I, I don't mind having ducks. They can have a duck. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, just don't they, take them in the water. They don't, yeah, well, you know, not fast. Yeah. Go into the water slowly. So the, uh, the NRA carry guard was canceled. It was canceled Monday just after lunch. I uh, got the notice. 
And you know what? I'd, I'd already started packing. I knew that I was going to have to go through an area where people were concerned about what? storms. No. You, no, you, trust me. You, trust more me. than three hours ahead of departure yeah. time, you were not packing. I had extra fuel cans in the back uh, of the truck. I had a case uh-huh. of MREs because I knew I was going to have to go through the, uh, the potential <laughs> strike zone. And, 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 and you know, like it's going to be one of those things where there's not going to be a hamburger left at a McDonald's for 300 miles. <laughs> so I'd, I'd already started to collect the gear I was going to need to get through there. I even had a special... Two and a half gallon bucket with one ounce samples of uh, <laughs> money. Let's just call it liquid money. Uh-huh. <laughs> liquid money. Trade goods. Yeah. yeah. Trade uh-huh. goods. Barter. Yeah. Barter stuff. Yeah. So I uh, I sent uh, three people up there to work a security detail. Right. And they didn't have rain gear, and so they they swung by my place and and I went, okay, here's one for you, here's one for you, here's one for you, and I went. Yeah, maybe I do have too much equipment. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't. Yeah, yeah you're going to be signing hand receipts and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. There. Sign here, dotted line, sir. I mean, the last four years social. And well, I'm just taking pictures of everything going, <laughs> okay, this with you holding it, that <laughs> means you had it. <laughs> you're responsible. Right. Yeah, so the storm's still up there. It's still pounding uh, the Carolinas there. It's uh, it's doing a little dance now. It's going uh, just go around in circles. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so, you know, so no carry guard. We're back all live in the studio this week. So uh, stick around. we got plenty of program coming up for you. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. 
insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios, and welcome to the Next Level Training segment of the show. Be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training, that's nextleveltraining.com, and get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You could choose from the Model 110, which is the one that looks like the full-size Glock, the Model 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, the Pocket Pistol, the CERT AR Bolt, and the CERT AR Bolt training rifle. Don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. It's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Yeah, we should have seen the guys at uh, Next Level Training this weekend, but uh, Florence attacked uh, the Carolinas and Virginia, so the authorities took the proper steps to make sure people were not in harm's way, and they got rid of uh, you know the, the, the event. Because there would still be a lot of people flying in, driving oh, yeah. in. There's a lot of hotels that people, and, and that was something else I thought about. All the hotels in Richmond, Virginia there are probably full of people that fled the coast. Yeah. So oh, yeah. freed up all those, you know, the convention space hotels as well. Yeah, that, that's why the hurricane downgraded is because so many people made preparations. It's exactly right. It's exactly right. <laughs> Mur- Murphy had yeah. a hand in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Enough people had the water. Because listen, the folks that listen, I've, I've lived in uh, Florida. We've all, Earl's lived in Florida longer than all of us. Um, uh, it's, it's one case of water per person per day or you'll die. Exactly. Because you have to bathe in it. Exactly. You have to shave in it. You gotta you gotta do you have to have it. 
got to fill your pool in it. Uh-huh. Take a bath in it. You got to, yeah, you got to have it. You, you seen bread now? Bread's the new bottled water for oh, hurricane yeah. supplies. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think you can, um, must be something where you can maybe use the bread and the water to make like a, Sandbags or something. I don't know. It's got to, it's got to be multi-purpose. It's got to be multi-purpose because the bread was going. If you mix the bread and the milk together, you can make a life raft. That's yeah. That's where you, you can just float above the flood. That's there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I've got uh, I got my boat ready to go. It just sits there ready to go in case the floodwaters come up and just jump right in. Yeah, you're gonna need a really big tsunami to get that big boat out of that little <laughs> pond. <laughs> gotta just gotta you know how you get on his boat in his pond. No. Step off the shore of the pond onto the back of the boat. Because <laughs> it won't move away from you because it's against the other side. <laughs> so it's more of a moat than a it, pond? It, it looks more like the boat in Secondhand Alliance. You know, it's a, it's a little, it's just a little pond. It's, it's basically a tank for, you know, using for irrigation <laughs> or runoff. And there's this giant sail yacht sitting <laughs> in the middle of it. Like, where'd you get that boat? Are you writing a book? Yeah. <laughs> the guy owed me some stuff. You know, just, I had to collect, you know? Well, what do you want me to do? Hitch it to your truck and pull it over because I don't have four-wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My yard was a little uh, squishy at the time, and uh, I took it back there on the trailer with my, uh, with my truck and uh, got, a, got that, got, fr- that got first the, little spin out of the tire. I went, nope, nope. He oh, got the truck oh, out, but he left the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go yeah, hitch yeah. up and move it into the water. Okay, well, I'm going to back up real fast. Well, okay, well, do you think maybe you want to un- connect the boat from the trailer because uh-huh. i'm gonna throw the boat no, in the water no, he was he, that, that part that part was okay I'd, I'd done that but he said you may you may want to tie a rope to the boat and a tree or something because <laughs> because when it comes off you're not gonna have any way to get to it yeah, and, like, he's, oh, and he's like yeah that's a good, yeah, point. That's a good idea that's yeah. a good point yeah. Yeah. somebody yeah, who's in the army uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. i'm not a navy guy I'm we don't a... use the boats to get to places <laughs> we have helicopters and tanks and... Yeah. why carry your weapon when your weapon can exactly carry you exactly right Exactly right. Uh, out of Chicago. Oh, Chicago. Chicago. I'm out of Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, Fortunately, I'm we're completely all out. out. I am completely next, out. Next week, uh, Chicago left. I'll be up there in the, uh, the gun rights policy conference. That's a different story. But out of Chicago this week. Here's a story, folks, we want to give you. We're going to give you a couple of pro tips in here. That This is something we're sure is not going to get too much play on the, on the oh, multimedia. Yeah, a- absolutely right. Licensed gun owner. Praised for joining cops in shootout with suspect near I-55. Okay. Uh, now, we've had a number of... That's like that's like Earl's happy time. Yeah, yeah. Can, you know, what'd you do today? Uh, I had to lay down some suppressing fire, some police officers who were way overgunned. <laughs> yeah. there's, a, there's a TV show that was out two seasons, early 90s, called Get a Life with Chris Elliott and Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray's a retired cop. Anyway, they're, they're raiding the house next to him. He comes out to get his newspaper, and there's shooting going on. So he pulls the gun out of his bathroom and just starts shooting also. <laughs> That's what I envision when I, when I see this. He's like, oh, look, gunfire. Let me put some Ooh, in there. I want to have fun, too. <laughs> yeah. that, when I read this headline, licensed gun owner praised for joining cops in shootout. Okay, let's go through this. Uh, a man with a concealed carry license was commended for coming to the aid of Cicero police who, in, who were engaged in a shootout with a man who shot and wounded an officer near the expressway on this past Thursday. The Cicero police officer was shot four times during the encounter uh, near Cicero Avenue during the evening rush hour. But it might have been worse if the armed citizen hadn't stepped in. Now, folks, I'm, I'm grateful that everything worked out. I'm grateful that the officer wasn't killed and nobody else was killed. 
I want to read this part to you again and, and have you go... Slowly. So, <laughs> and read it the way it's written, because this is not Michael's dyslexia, okay? <laughs> the Cicero police officer was shot four times during the encounter near South Cicero Avenue during the evening rush hour. But it might have been worse if the armed citizen hadn't stepped in. Okay, so now I'm... Let me paint this picture for you. Rush hour. Chicago. Rush hour. Okay. Gunfight. Shootout. <laughs> Chicago. This, rush this hour. This is making okay. an interesting combination. All right, all right. We were lucky enough to have a citizen on the street. There's who's a concealed carry holder, and he also engaged in the gunfire. Now, that sounds like something... Well, who, who, it must be... Uh, who is it? Chuck Norris up there? You got, uh, you got somebody like that? No, this is... Cicero police superintendent said that outside the Mount Sinai hospital where the officer was undergoing surgery. The Cicero police chief, the commissioner up there. Let's give him a break. He was excited. Something like this doesn't happen. Oh, wait a minute. It was Chicago. It's Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Happens all the time. <laughs> this is well, Cicero. They may not get, they may not get all the, the shootings that Chicago gets, but they get all the bullets landing there. Yeah. That's how close they are. All right. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, the, the what made it different is they probably don't have a, a concealed carry citizen. Joining in and helping exactly, out. Exactly right, yeah. Well, you know what? They, they and, and let's just be honest about this. He may not have been one when he got out of the car, but because those cops didn't die, he was one by the time the, yeah. the, the <laughs> interview started. Yeah. Here, hold this. What is That's your license to carry. But it's just a blank piece of paper. And if anybody asks you, that's your license to carry. This is the Chicago. Where they, Turn it uh, over. Oh, it's the chief's business card. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got you. Yes, sir. I understand. Yep. yep. Friday, uh, the police chief said that oh, the officer was recovering following uh, the series of surgeries that he had. He was in good condition. Just after 5 p.m., the officer and his partner, this was on Thursday the day before, partner tried to pull over a vehicle for a routine traffic stop, but the car took off onto the ramp to the southbound Interstate I-55. When the officers boxed the car in near traffic at the top of the ramp, the man at the wheel got out and began firing an automatic <laughs> weapon. Now, I went back and forth a couple times trying to find out. I'm okay. going to make the same assumption, Earl, that uh, you and I and Kevin and everybody else that's listening out there is, uh, is going to make, that this automatic weapon is a semi-auto gun that the reporter has no idea the difference between a yeah. semi-auto gun. Because if this had been a full auto weapon... You, don't, a, you don't engage with a handgun, <laughs> somebody running a technical. No. No, <laughs> it's just, no you don't. It's, it's like, no, that's, you, don't. You, know, you learn something from 13 hours? Technicals against you? Yeah. Bad. Mm -hmm. The, yeah, yeah, somebody pops, yeah, exactly right. A yeah. dish or a 50 cal yeah. in the back just, of a pickup truck. You yeah. just keep going. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Go, just hey, yeah. what's up? Give them the nod. Yeah. You know, that, that, that. little head nod. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, what's up? No, it's good. We're all good. So officers boxed the car in, uh, in traffic there at the top of the ramp. Man at the wheel got out and began firing, I'm going to say it, a semi-automatic weapon. Uh, the officer was He was hit. firing. Yes. He could have been losing a flintlock for all I care. Yeah. He's shooting it to police. Right, right. Okay. The Just officer was hit twice in the arm, once in the leg, once in the abdomen. Okay, maybe not a flintlock. <laughs> yeah, Unless he had several of them. Well, he could have been there about two minutes. You know, two minutes. You know, no, no, no. He could have been a pirate. He's just true. carrying a brace of pistols. True. true. So, so does this mean it was in common use? In common use. In common use. Very good. Suspect was hit once, taken to the hospital in serious condition. It wasn't clear if the bullet came from him or from the, from the officers or from the concealed carry holder. This is, this is again, what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm concerned about. He got out and started helping the police, which is something I'm proud of. They just said they're not sure that the bullet that hit the officer, where it came from. No, no, the bullet no, hit the, the suspect. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the bullet the, hit the suspect. Yeah. Thank you. The bullet hit the suspect. They're not sure where it came from. You got private citizen out there throwing shots. 
This is, did I mention Chicago at rush hour? Mm-hmm. It may have been more than one citizen. They just may not have all got out of the car. <laughs> <You> know, <it's, laughs> uh, the window down. Here's the pro tips I want to give you. And, and we, only get, we only got a couple of seconds left here. Kevin, um, you know what? We're not going to rush it. We're going to come back in. We're going to finish this up next segment proper. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a couple of stump the lawyer questions out there because I want, I want, the, I want you to, to be aware, folks, of whatever happens. If you find yourself in a situation to help police, the things you need to know ahead of time before ever making that decision. We're going to give it the due diligence it deserves. Exactly. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll be back after the break. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit QuitterInYou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at QuitterInYou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? 
Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. This is the Gun Tech USA segment of the program. Just like Kevin said, you hear him say it every week. Please check out our friends at Gun Tech USA, G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, we were talking to you last segment about a shooting out just outside of Chicago in uh, uh, Cicero, Cicero, Illinois there. It's, uh, it's a... I don't want you to think this is the middle of nowhere. If you've never been to Cicero, it's a, I, I think you'd have a hard time realizing that you'd left the city of Chicago and entered the city of Cicero. It's one of those kind of places that's right there on the metropolitan area. I don't mean to make this sound like it's a, a podunk PD or anything like that. These guys are, these guys are right there in the, in the middle of the, they probably the have their the own, in, they probably have their own MRAP. They probably do probably have their own MRAP. Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> they, they do. They probably, I'm sure they probably do. They, uh, they had a shooting there this past Thursday. There was a police officer, uh, two police officers. They ride, ride in a car together. They went to stop a, a gentleman for a routine traffic stop. He refused to stop. They, uh, they entered the, I, the I-55 interstate. They got up to the top of the ramp. They was able to box him in with the traffic there. And then a uh, bad guy jumps out and starts firing at the police officers. Successfully. It, successfully. Successfully. Yes. And it says automatic weapon. Again, everything I've researched tell, tells me this was a semi-automatic weapon. I can't find that in writing, but just based on... The way the rest of the report is written, the way that this is not made international news for somebody jumping out oh, yeah, with the, a machine gun. The, the anti-gun you know. libs would have, yeah. if this had actually been a machine gun, you, you, you couldn't get away from it if you wanted to. Correct, correct. Yeah, I, you know, this is probably your, your standard semi-automatic handgun, or, I don't know, listen, it could be a semi-auto with a slide fire stock, perhaps. I don't know, making it a, it, it doesn't work, no, folks. No, that's no, a joke. No. That's a joke. Uh, so... Here's here's the port. You know, we're, we're gonna, we want to have the, some pro tips. We want to. Uh, I want to Kevin uh, brief you folks, get you up to up to speed on some of the things going on here. Because what what happened was this this uh, citizen. The citizen has a concealed weapons permit, which means he's not a city of Chicago resident. No, <laughs> he's he, no. he he resides but somewhere he, outside. But of he city. was. In, and if you ask him, no, 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 I was driving into Chicago and forgot I had my gun, and I was yeah. looking to turn around and go home and drop it off. So he notices, sees 
these two officers engaged in a gun battle with the bad guy. Well, he jumps out and starts to engage in the gun battle with the bad guy. And, and I'm, I'm very curious about his perspective, where he was right. when this started, you know, the, the, what was behind what he was shooting at, yeah. um, how many rounds he fired, what he's using, yeah. because he's going to have to be able to articulate uh, some things about that encounter. This is rush hour traffic at a standstill, city of Chicago. We know one bullet hits the bad guy. We don't know if it's a police officer's bullet or from the good citizen's gun that hits the bad guy. Here's my question. Here's my thought process. Guys, jump in here at any time with this. Whoa, what are you shooting at? What's behind what you're shooting at? We got rush hour. We got, we got vehicles. We got people. We got everything going on here. Should, is this really the place where you want to jump in and start throwing shots? Yeah, that's that's exactly my feeling. Well, ultimately, I wasn't there. I'll give this guy that. You know, yeah, you know yeah, I wasn't here, there. Ultimately, yes. If I if I see law enforcement in a bad situation, and if I can remedy that, I will. Right. I I, I can't tell you exact step by step. I will be using the to the best of my knowledge, my judgment of, you know, first I'll try to get their attention. Hey, I'm with you. Don't shoot me. Where do you need help? Or, you know, something like that. You know, because that's, that's my biggest fear is I jump in to try and help them, but I'm wearing plain clothes. They, you know, they see a, a, an armed person with a gun, you know, fortunately, just because I'm not pointing it at them, maybe that's, that's what, you know, won't get me shot. But I, that's, that's my first step is, tr- you know, get in, try to help, make sure they don't shoot me. Right. But then... Yeah, okay, so oh, yeah, you want the officers to know you're there to help them. You're not mm-hmm. going to be shooting from over their shoulder no, at the bad guy. We're not no, going to do anything like that. Uh-uh. Let me, this is the question I want to I get from Kevin. Kevin, we know this goes okay as of right now. This is the story's two days old. Uh, everything appears to be okay. Uh, t- tomorrow, they, 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 they find a body behind a dumpster with one of this guy's bullets in it that overflew the scene. He's got a problem. That's, that's my question here. You know, the bullet goes downrange another two, three hundred yards, gets the construction worker, and now he's laying behind the dumpster. They find him Monday morning when it's time to go to work. He's got the same problem, but does the defense that law enforcement would have had apply to this guy because he's now acting as a citizen engaged in what appears to be a lawful arrest? Police don't get jammed up. Right. They, you know, the, the city defends that. Does the city defend this guy? Because he's doing their job, helping them do their job. He, he becomes Barney making the citizen's arrest. You know, it's, it may be a bit of a cliche, but he may be entitled to some forms right. of immunity. Same now, thing. Go now ahead. Go ahead. Some, so he's not engaged in anything illegal. Right. But the guy who jumped out of the car with the semi-automatic that was resisting a lawful arrest, now he's guilty of felony murder. He's guilty of felony murder, but is this guy liable civilly? Is this guy liable civilly? You know, listen, if, it's, if, it's, if he, uh, one of his bullets uh, goes through a priceless stained glass window, is this guy li- liable civilly? Or does the same thing apply? He's covered because he was acting under good faith with law enforcement. You think that's probably I, the way this I, I goes? I think that's probably what you're going to see is that he's, he's going to be granted some forms of immunity. Let me jump back to Earl here with the, the morality of this. this is, if your bullet does fly, you're covered legally. We're not worried about that. 
are you prepared to have to live with the rest of your life knowing that one of your errant rounds killed somebody? Because, again, we're not talking about the, 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 the shooting with the Florida officer who was getting his butt kicked in, down in Fort Myers a couple months back, a year back, where the mm-hmm. citizen came along and saved him. I think we had another one of those in Oklahoma and Texas yeah, as well. Yeah, that but wasn't, that wasn't at any distance. That was Correct. almost contact. Exactly right. So is this something... Is this something you're prepared for? Yes. You gave me the story, the scenario up front. You're, you want to help. You're ready to help. You, you want the officers to know what's going on. Somebody's life's in danger. One of your bullets takes a flyer and takes somebody out. Ultimately, yes, I will be able to live with that. Okay. It, it will hurt. Yeah. But I look back on it as if, you know, I kind of follow the law in the sense of if the bad guy hadn't done bad things... And the officers having to shoot at him, I wouldn't have had to have been shooting at him either. And then the, the bystander that I ultimately, you know, took them out, wouldn't that situation wouldn't have happened. I, w- I want to make sure, folks, you understand what we're talking about. Um, not second guessing. We're just trying to examine different angles of this mm-hmm. incident. This the the gentleman. Uh, uh, he has his name hasn't been released yet. Uh, the gentleman that helped them out, the licensed gun owner. A couple name, of things. Name we can, is Chuck Norris. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's there's a couple of things we want to reiterate here. Why this is this is all right. One, he's licensed to own this firearm. Kevin, if he jumps out of the car and he's not licensed, short of the mayor handing him the business card, uh, you know, he's, the untouchable style. He, again, uh, this isn't the real world. This is Chicago, right? And you know. You save a Chicago policeman, you save a Cicero policeman. Yeah. Uh, there's probably going to be the warm embrace of the blue blanket around you. Yeah, you could get out of jail free card for you know, about yeah, 20 for years. Minute. Yeah. For yeah. a minute, yeah. So, yeah. That, you know, the fact that he wasn't a licensed carrier might mean that there's some documents filed with, uh, with you know, non-pro-tunk for two weeks ago where you became a member of the auxiliary. Exactly. Kind of yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's... Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, you know, if dead people can vote, this guy can get his paper. That's right. That's yeah. true. So the reality is that the regular Joe, if you go out there and you just interrupted a movie being filmed. <laughs> okay. The exact example I was going to <laughs> use know, right there. Now, yeah. now you got a really big problem. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Everything you own now and everything you will ever own, just, just forget you had it. It's you're done. You're going to spend everything you have trying to get yourself out from under these. Because now you shot, you know. An actor. You know, yeah. Michael J. Fox yeah. or, you know, no, you, who he's, knows. He can't, he's moving too fast. You can't get him. That was the point. Yeah. That you can't, he can be gotten. Um, it, it's. Mallory. There's a really strange set of circumstances that you could end up with that you don't want to end up with. Um. That's why you've got to really consider whether you're going to step into the shoes of a third party and take on that responsibility without knowing the totality of the circumstances. Know, know your targets, like Earl said. Know your background. Know, the, know everything that's going on around you, the totality of circumstances, as Kevin said, folks. It's your choice. You've got to make it. Be prepared ahead of time. If you're not ready, get ready. All right? This, Roger is, the, that. this is the perfect situation. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you after the break. Kel-Tec PMR30 
is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved to make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Hey, folks, last, uh, last segment, two segments, we're talking to you about uh, the Chicago area 
Cicero, Cicero, Illinois. There was a shooting where a, a gentleman jumped in the fray when uh, police officers were being uh, shot at and they were involved with a gunfight with the bad guy. He jumped in to help. A legally armed citizen. Yes. I got a question during the break, and I think we, I think we addressed it enough uh, to where we answered most of the questions. But I did get a question during the breaks uh, to come in. It said, uh, what, about a good, what about the Good Samaritan Law? From what I could find just looking during the break, the Good Samaritan Law in Illinois deals with rendering medical aid by non-licensed or trained medical personnel or non-licensed personnel. So if I'm so it doesn't, doesn't apply to law enforcement. It's you give CPR to somebody and I break a rib. You break, yeah, exactly right. It applies to that in, in Illinois. It doesn't have anything about law enforcement in there. No, that doesn't mean I'm sure somebody couldn't extrapolate and get some case law and, and, and yeah, make it help. You know, you, sometimes you really don't have anything on the point, right? But you may be able to right relate something. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sure a good lawyer, <coughs> Kevin, could you know right, you know. <laughs> well. I would ask the two officers, do you believe he was acting as a good Samaritan and saving your life? If he hadn't intervened, would you be dead? I believe I would be. Yeah. And then the jury goes, all right then. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. There you go. Can I get one of them business cards? (laughs) Just right on the back. (laughs) Please extend him all courtesy. All courtesy. That's exactly what it said. That's exactly what it said. (laughs) Please extend him all courtesy. Federal court strikes down California law that bans handgun signs advertised by gun dealers. This, when I read this story, I had to had to double double read it because I thought, um, wait a second, you mean that was illegal? <laughs> that was that. Yeah, what? I, it, I it's been illegal way. in California since 1923. In oh California, gosh. if you were a firearms dealer, or I guess just a sporting goods store that has a federal firearms license, you could advertise guns, guns, guns. You could advertise, get your rifles, get your shotguns. You could ap- advertise, get your California-approved assault rifles, but you can't say, come come buy a pistol here. No, you couldn't advertise anything about handguns because apparently they thought that was inducing violence or suicide. <laughs> huh? <sighs> Want to check out quick? <sighs> we got a special $39 single-shot <laughs> pistol for you today. Oh, my God. This just goes to show that it's uh, it's not just recently that California has been full of whack jobs. Uh, California Penal Code Section twenty six eight twenty first enacted in nineteen twenty three. I remember when that happened. <laughs> it's banned gun stores from putting up signs advertising the sale of handguns, not shotguns or rifles. But the court held, quoting from the late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia's landmark Second Amendment two thousand eight opinion in D.C. versus Heller. The enshrinement of constitutional rights necessarily takes certain policy choices off the table. That's that's eloquent. It's very, it's well, very papa in your face. That's <laughs> is what that is. It's it's very nice. And while the law completely banned handgun sales, re, or sorry, handgun sales sales related signs, you could put up signs that said, I mean, giant neon lights that said "guns, guns, guns," fifteen feet tall. That's okay. You could put up. A 15-foot depiction of a modern sporting rifle. That's okay. You can't put a picture of a handgun. No, no. And you can't say the word handgun. No. Uh, And now that's a violation to your First Amendment rights. Or what would uh, Glock send every year to put up in the store or around the store uh, for sales? Oh, uh, the... uh, 
a big cutout. Yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. Glock 17 yeah, I cutouts. We, yeah, I think we fought over those. You're, yeah. You know, it's like a three foot long, two foot tall Glock. Yeah. We'd run, we're running around the store chasing each other with them. That would be a crime in pew, California. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> that no, no, be, no. It's a prop. It's a prop. Yeah. Not a sign. We're shooting it's a movie. A, yeah. Where's the camera? It's a it's reality on, show. It's in my phone. It's, it's in my pocket. <laughs> the government defended the law on the theory that, you heard Kevin say it, inhibits people with impulsive personality traits from purchasing a handgun. It only takes like, I don't know, nine months to get a handgun in California. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably enough time for you to cool off. I think they've got a 10-day waiting period for everything. You have a 10-day waiting period for, uh, like, cough syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy, this was uh, this was a tough one. This important victory for our clients and the First Amendment," said lead counsel uh, Brad Benbrook. Judge Nunley decided the state could not justify its censorship of our clients. We are delighted with the opinion. As the court explained today, the government cannot censor commercial speech in a pattern, paternalistic effort to keep. I almost bit my tongue. Paternalistic effort to keep citizens from making unpopular choices or choices the government doesn't approve if they are told the truth. Yes, there's a word for that. It's called freedom. Freedom. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You can say whatever you... Oh, wait a minute. You, you want to talk about guns? No, no, no. You can't say that. From our, from our uh, good friend, uh, Mr. You Alan Gottlieb. SA Second Amendment Foundation founder and executive vice president. He said, this decision will serve as a reminder that firearms dealers, firearms dealers have First Amendment rights as well as Second Amendment rights, even in California. You know, he's right when he says even in California, because <laughs> they're at the point there where, you know, we, you know just tell us we're right. You sir, know, they're gonna, they're sit down. We have not recognized you. Yeah. Then when you get recognized, sir, we have unrecognized We've you. We've unrecognized you. But yeah. I, I, I said my name. Sir, you've used up your time. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, this is California. This, this, is, uh, this was, exp it was a long, uh, today's order was a long-running lawsuit, which filed in 2014. Of course, this will be appealed. To the Ninth. Uh, to, to, the, to the Ninth Circus there. The, what did, what did, what did uh, the Ninth Circus is right. What did uh, no, Craig, uh, oh boy, he had, he had a little add-on they did there. Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition, he called it the Ninth Circuit, Circuit's Court of, he had another word he threw in the end there. I can't remember what it was. All right, Craig, I know you're screaming at the radio right now. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get, we'll, we'll get it, we'll get it back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is uh, this is good news for the time being because we uh, we've seen what's come out of the ninth. Although the ninth, with their partial panels of judges, has had some good favorable rulings recently, but then again, you know they they go off the they go off the hook. So yeah, they're they're trying to. Uh, it's California. They're going after all the, all your rights. You know what's next? They're going to start housing troops in your house, California. Get, get you know get rid third third amendment. Yes, they may, yeah, but third, they're going to be North Korean. Troops. Yeah, yeah. Third Amendment. They're going to go after that one next. They, they haven't. That's the only one they haven't violated on you there. Well, you know, it's give them time. That's actually not time. true. If 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 there's anything I learned in the movie 1941, it's that I could put military troops in your house to shoot at Japanese submarines off the coast of California near Hollywood. You know, you Hollywood, know, you know Hollywood. why? Because you'd want them there. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between you're making them stay here and no, no, I have room. Yeah. yeah. Well, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I got. I. Yeah. I'm good. Leave that platoon here. Right. Um, just, I, I'm going to need um, uh, a couple of patches. What kind of patches? I don't know, like patches. Army patches, sir. That, that no, say, sorry. I'm in charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's what's news out of California. And it's, uh, it's, uh, 
it's nice to see things that come out of California like this. They they make um, they make good headlines. But now we got to get we got to get through a couple more levels. So we'll, we'll see how it works out there, there in California. Just keep chipping away. Yeah. Uh, so this weekend coming up is the gun rights policy conference in Chicago. I think it's a uh, it's I don't have to worry about going to Chicago. We don't have to worry about going to Chicago and being disarmed because it's not unarmed. Unarmed is when you choose not to have your firearm. Disarmed is when the government says, give us your gun or when somebody takes it from you. Going there, if we were transporting a firearm just in our car or in our vehicle or in our luggage, we'd be okay. We have more rights. Non-Illinois citizens have more rights to own and transport a firearm in Illinois than an Illinois citizen. However, nobody can concealed carry unless you're, you know, this guy in Cicero with the, with the note from the mayor in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about it. So, uh, but the, the gun rights policy conference, I tell you this because if you fly into O'Hare there, it's the Hyatt Hotel attached to O'Hare. So you don't have to go into the city. You don't have to, you don't have to go into the shooting galleries. You don't you have know? to leave the airport. Yeah, you, you, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about getting your flak vest. You're just moving from one to the other there. So, so. it's a Delta zone. Yes. There don't even leave the airport. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so this is the green zone. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so that's the first hour of the program, folks. We got uh, we got more program coming up for you. Stick around. Uh, Major Bill's second hour when we get back, of course. Until then, though, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We promise to continue to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your host for the rest of the program here. Let me go around the room real quick so you, you know who's sitting in here with me. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin! Dr. 
truth memos. Lead a workshop. Oh, good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining me after the break. Right here. Yeah, that in break the just flies by now. I remember you said, like, all right, you know, what do we do? Read what a do book, do? go what to the bathroom, yeah. takes forever. Now it's like, you know, oh, already? That's it. Yeah, yeah. I stood up to go to the bathroom, and then uh, producer Tom in our ear said 10 seconds. I was like, wait, I haven't even left uh, yet. What? Huh? I mean, it didn't happen. Oh, boy. Uh, on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome him back, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we all just kind of got uh, caught up in the conversation here on the break, and uh, nobody left the room. So I, there's going to be a lot of dancing in the first segment or two, I'm pretty sure. I think that, that's how it works. There goes Tom now. I think he might be getting us a bucket. He's bringing over the, the mop bucket. <laughs> I think that's what he's doing, getting us the mop bucket. All right, there we go. Uh, hey, I want to give you I want to give you some of the some of the weekly, we aren't we, them kind of friends. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't ask you to hold the bucket. <laughs> just, just wheeled in here. That's all. That's all. Uh, I want to go over some uh, some weekly statistics uh, with you. It's uh, it's been a rather uh, diverse week in our statistics and our listening okay. statistics. I'll give you that. Let's do this. We still doing good in Cambodia. We are. We'll go. We'll go countries first. That's exactly okay. where we're going to go. Okay. We're going to go top. We should. Countries. We should probably go hemispheres. Oh, oh, we could do that. All right. mm. We could do that. We could do that. We're going to go with country number one is the United States. Yeah. Of course. Of, we get to cities. It's going to be a little more fun. Oh yeah. But uh, number one, United States. Number two, the UK. Really? Yeah. The UK stepping up there. This is the so, British Empire or. And in, in it's a totality, I, or is it England, Scotland, Ireland? I'm going to bet this is uh, this is probably uh, you know the Great Britain, not okay. the United Kingdom. Okay. Yeah, because uh, well, never mind. Yeah, I, I think if uh, you know if uh, <laughs> yes, I'm with you. Kevin's uh, if you could look at Kevin's face right now, he's pondering the former British Empire. I was, I was <laughs> just, just running through it in <laughs> yeah, my mind. Yeah. Yes, right. Hmm. <laughs> Gibraltar on there. What is that? Would that come up as a separate country? Yeah. You know, yeah, I can see where his brain's going. Uh, Arola making a, making a strong showing in third place. Cambodia. Yay! Cambodia. Uh, falling, and I'm skipping over number four. We'll okay. get back to number four. Listen, okay. when you go to Cambodia, do you ask for Thai food? <laughs> or do you yeah. just ask for food? And, or do you, get, and do you just get beat up? Can I get food, please? <laughs> you know, can I just get food? Yeah. Uh, number four, I'm going to skip over. We're going to come back to that one. Number five, this one sh- out of nowhere popped up. Hadn't seen this one before. Canada, Canada is listening Canadia. to us. <laughs> Canada, Canada, Canada. I just got done watching the Super Troopers too. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Good movie. Good be as good uh, as Super Troopers one. As good. It took long enough. <laughs> I know. So, right now, <laughs> they do that again. Uh, number six. I'm going down to number six because they're kind of a favorite. Netherlands is dropped into sixth place. Number four. Making a showing. Haven't seen them before this. I sent this to Kevin earlier in the week. Uh, I said, look at this. Look at this. There's a new country on the list. South Africa. Yeah. We're, we're getting the listens there in South Africa. But but it's 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 not Johannesburg. No. No, no, no. Here we go. Oh, that was countries. Let's give you some cities here. Let's tell you where, where cities. Uh, I know they're playing sports in Tallahassee this week. Folks, thanks for listening. Uh, we must have gotten bumped or... Uh, Preempted for some sports because Tallahassee was our number one, and that's one of our uh, one of our bigger stations. So, uh, Tallahassee folks, thanks for thanks for finding us on ArmsRoomRadio dot com and uh, and for for jumping over there to uh, the SoundCloud and and taking a listen to us. Number two, this was a surprise because I looked at this yesterday and this wasn't here. Mm-hmm. 
New York City, New York. New York City. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Huh. New York City. Yep. And, and then we get down to all the all of our all of our regulars: uh, Mission Viejo, California, Sacramento, California. We got a big big presence in California. Um, Boca Raton, Florida, always brings it big. Seattle area, uh, all of our friends up there in the in, in, in uh, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, you, you know, all, all the all the typical ones, and then we get down into uh, Nam Pen or, or Pom Pen. I always mess, always forget the how to say that in Cambodia. Cambodia is always representing. What is it? How to tell me how to say that? Phnom Penh. There we go. Phnom Penh uh, in Cambodia. Uh, we get all, all through all the regulars, and then we get down to uh, Centurion, South Africa. I I don't Centurion. know that I've ever heard of Centurion, South Africa. Hmm. But that's where uh, that's 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 uh, one of our uh, top. It's like Cicero. It's like Cicero. Oh, is it? Oh, gotcha. It's like okay, okay. That makes this. That makes sense now. It's like I. Somebody asked me, he said, "Do you ever live in uh, in New Orleans?" And I went, "It's pronounced Nolens." Yeah. But no, I lived in Algiers. <laughs> right. Yeah. And there went and they and there we go. In Africa? No, outside of it's like yeah. Cicero. It's yep. outside yes. of New Orleans. And then it was kind of a rough place. Now it's uh, they call it something gentrified. I think they call it when they they've done a lot of remodeling and they've tried to bring in you know turn it into a, an urban oh you know yuppie Re revitalization kind of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, that place used to be where they give you a pocket knife if you went into a bar and didn't have one <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, got a knife no well, here, okay, here take this go. one yeah what? I, want that, I want that back when you leave if you yeah mm -hmm. you haven't used it mm -hmm. Algiers, yeah, that's, I know. Uh, I know Kenner went to college there in Kenner, Louisiana. So, familiar with it. Familiar with you. Not Algiers. No, that's one of those. You see those signs. You're like, Algiers is that way. Yeah, let's take a left. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's, let's go this way. Yeah, it was a, a an island of prison. Pretty much. No, I. No, it was. Uh, you fought to get on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They'd let you leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'd let you leave. Uh, you fought to get on. Well, that's our stats for the for this week, folks. Again, Tallahassee, thanks for listening. I know you guys are uh, entering uh, sports sports uh, months up there. We'll, uh, we'll just don't watch any NFL because that would make you. No, no. This is this person. is the Saturday with the with the call. We're we're a Saturday show up there, and that's the uh, college sports area, and that's a college sports town. Let's see. Uh, What's the name of the team there? I'm just kidding. Tell us. I'm just And Mike disappeared. It was never heard from again. There followed by hey! there we go. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Florida State Seminoles. I'm just kidding, folks. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so so we appreciate uh, you know, everybody everybody. Did you just call them semi holes? No, I did oh, not. I just no, I did sure, not. Just making sure I understood. Yeah. No, I did not. I do bleed orange and blue though. But that's New York Mets. Don't 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 don't, don't be alarmed. Don't be alarmed. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy watching this. I'm just gonna sit in the parking lot and watch him shoot. No, nope, don't mind me. I'm just paintball I'm guns at him until he's I'm bleeding. Yeah. Uh, folks, stick around. We got more program coming up for you after the break. We'll uh, be back in a moment.
The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We uh, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Welcome, welcome back to the program. I just uh, we're, we're reviewing stories. Listen, we we say all the time uh, a lot of a lot of the best radio happens on the break here. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't. We 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 got to it a little bit where we we're talking this story, the current story that we have in front of us, where we talking to you about a about a. Well, this guy should be a. a, a this guy should be a rocket scientist, you know, if, if not. Um, <laughs> he a, might a, have a, been at one time. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's teaching rocket surgery. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a professor. Here's a, here's a professor that uh, And that not like Gilligan's professor. No. Gilligan's professor no, no. would never do anything this stupid. He could, no. see, he could take fake or the wooden spoons in a coconut with water and make battery power. Yeah. That's, I listen. He can make a radio. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a kid, I loved that show. As an adult... Really? The professor could make all that stuff, but he couldn't patch a hole on a boat? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. 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 I don't, well, he needed the resin for the, you know, to, to keep the, <laughs> the coconuts from leaking all the water that he had to stir to make electricity. You know? Yeah. Where was the oven that they baked all the uh, coconut cream pies in? Uh-huh. You understand. Yeah. That's the kind of professor that was, was the breaking bad guy. And, <laughs> and they're looking for him. He's just going to hang out. Yeah. He's going to hang out for a little he, bit. He didn't want to be found. That's right. I need seven years. Statue of limitations runs. I'm golden. I go home after that. You know, he's just you know <laughs> laying low. Where would you like to hide if the world was looking for you? I think I'd like to hide on Gilligan's Island. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, being a cook's assistant on an offshore offshore oil rig is a lot of work. <laughs> I think I'd rather live on Gilligan's Island. I think I would too. I think I would too. All right, uh, this this story we have for you is out of uh, out of Las Vegas. It's entitled. Uh, Professor Moron is, is, is what, I've, what I've called it here. Uh, a longtime College of Southern Nevada sociology professor is facing felony gun charges in connection with an on-campus shooting on the second day of classes. Second day of classes? What did this guy do? What is this guy doing? Yeah, this guy is, I, I'm trying to felony gun charges yeah. on a shooting? Mark, How could they possibly have determined he was the one who fired the shot? <laughs> Mark J. Bird, 69, was charged this last month with discharging a gun within a prohibited structure, carrying a concealed weapon without a permit, and possessing a dangerous weapon on school property. So we can, we can uh, surmise from that that uh, it's a, they have a gun-free school zones or, or no, no campus carry there. Okay. That he does not have a permit to, to conceal this firearm. Okay. Uh, and that uh, so we got, he carried the concealed. He, has, he owns the dangerous weapon onto school property. And he took it within the, the specific building and couldn't have it. And in. he so, discharged it. Yes, he discharged it. Thank you. He was uh, he was found bleeding from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to his arm, eight fifteen a.m. on August twenty eighth, outside a bathroom in the Charleston campus K building, not the L building. It's the K building. Just in case you're curious. So the K building inside the bathroom, campus police found a one hundred dollar bill taped to a mirror, along with a note that said, "For the janitor." Now, I'm wondering if he wrote that. Before he shot himself, yeah, you know, I was thinking maybe there's some kind of janitor love triangle. You know, where's where's he going? He was going for the janitor, but accidentally discharged it on himself. No, 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 no. no it's not what happened. He, here. He, it's he, not what happened. 
he, he, at least he had a little bit of courtesy. He knew the janitor was going to have to put in a little extra work cleaning up a, a biohazard. And all right, here's, a, here's an extra hundo for your extra effort for my stupidity of shooting myself in the arm intentionally. I'm just surprised that it was a $100 bill taped to the mirror because this is Vegas. Looked like a twenty to me. Yeah, it could have been. A, it could have put a twenty and a receipt, you know, from, <laughs> you know, from a from a slot machine. Oh, you know? Could have just <laughs> been, a, been a hundo chip. Yeah, exactly right. There you go. Just, just, just to it. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, go ahead, Kevin. I, you know, if you're going to protest like that, <laughs> I think you should take uh, a page from the monks in Southeast Asia, uh-huh. and if you're going to really want to make a statement. Mm-hmm. about how stupid you are and how much you don't agree with a political position, set yourself on fire. And then that shows commitment. You know, shooting yourself in the arm with a twenty-two. I know people who do that by accident all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're using those hilty guns. Didn't they? Yeah. Ow! Ah, dead gummit. I shot myself in the arm again. <laughs> that, that happens, you know, as an industrial accident quite often. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, Fee rate for that when you get hurt. That's how much. <laughs> this is what you get. It's, it's so common that it's institutionalized. This guy's just, uh, you know, he's a what did Obama call him? Jackass. He's a jackass. <laughs> that's he's a jackass. He's. It's not. You know, that's not how you inducing injury to yourself is not the way you make a political statement. Uh, you want to go on a on a hunger strike? Go Gandhi. You know, right. You could. You know. Take an example from somebody who's got some sense. Don't, you know, yeah, if you're John Wilkes boothing yourself is no way to solve a problem. If you're going to do it, have a, you know, have some, have some nerve. You want to, you really want to make a point, you know, you know, you go out, I would tell this guy, listen, a 222s is like a 44. And if you should, you should make a double statement, get you a 44. <laughs> that way you can make double the statement of just one 22 bullet. Use the 44 and do it. So. Shoot yourself in the arm with a 44. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Right there in the old... Uh, well, it'll cauterize that wound close. <laughs> yeah, it will. It'll... it'll uh, right there in the humorous. Just go ahead and pop it. Yeah. Uh, on the floor of the restroom was a black and white... Black and white 22 caliber pistol, which makes me think, was this a Stormtrooper's 22 caliber mm. pistol? Because I don't know of many black and white pistols. Yeah. I, I, I'm wondering. I, well, you know what I, it might be? It might be one of the old woodsman... 22 revolvers because they were very dark blued and they came with, the with white, grips. white grips. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Mm. There you go. But there was a spent shell casing on the floor. Which means it's a semi auto. Yeah. Was it a full auto semi auto? Full semi auto. Full semi auto ghost gun? Yeah. With the shoulder thing that goes up? I think we I think we know what's going on here. Feinstein's got a letter from this guy. Oh. From back when Kavanaugh was in <laughs> high school. Uh-huh. He held this guy down in a closet. Kavanaugh was in grade school. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, this guy's 69. Yeah, there we go. This sociology professor was <laughs> hired August 26th of 1993 and was an emeritus faculty member at the time of the shooting. Emeritus faculty member, folks. That means he he's don't tenured. teach there. Yeah, he, he's, he, he's emeritus. He don't, he's not teaching there right now. He don't teach there no more. He's tenured, just like Kevin said, which means they can never fire him. This guy is a, is a full professor there until he dies. Okay. Or, or, or you know... The college ends, I guess, but uh, so he uh, he was not he was not even scheduled to teach any courses this semester. He just showed up at the college with a black and white stormtrooper's pistol in his pocket, twenty two pistol in his pocket, or his book bag, wherever he happened to keep it. Maybe he had it in his prison wallet. I don't know. He brought it on the campus. You know, you never can tell. 
uh, might have keistered it in. Could have been him. And he took it into the bathroom. I explained why this happened in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and put a bullet in his... I could only imagine that he must have put this into the, uh, into the old humorous there. That's because this guy went down, uh, and evidently from the description, like a, uh, like a, like a sack of potatoes and a, like, a, like a crying uh, you know, infant. You know, like it was the end of the world. And listen, it's a twenty-two. It's a gunshot wound. Oh yeah. But he must have contact shot a bone with this. Is is all I can think. You know the the, the description here. Uh, you know, listen, there were there were wolves two counties away calling out to this guy because they could hear him crying in pain. Bird was employed with the college as of Tuesday. That was that was the last time uh, we had any updates. So don't know if any action is going to be taken against him. 911 call was made after several of the employees and at least one student saw him stumble out of the bathroom, bleeding, before he collapsed. None of the witnesses, who later told police they recalled hearing a loud noise, initially knew him he was armed and that he shot himself. We're getting to the best part of the story right here. One college employee told police that he held Bert's, Bird's hand to calm him down as others tried to stop the bleeding. They should have taken him to one of them crying rooms or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, one of them places it's he could have gone. Safe space. And, yeah, the safe space. The, uh, I don't think you walk through the door and your arm stops bleeding. <laughs> I don't think it's that kind of a safe space. Do you think, but would he stop crying though if you take him in there? No. 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 So anyway, uh, this, uh, this, this professor here, when they asked him uh, what happened, he said uh, he shot himself in protest of President Donald Trump. <laughs> make, sure, make sure you hear that again. He shot himself in president <laughs> of protest Donald Trump. You got that, folks? This professor there at the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the campus in the uh, College of Southern Nevada, Las Vegas, is not UNLV, and I almost said that. Sorry, folks. Don't want to give you any bad names there. Shot himself in the arm with a 22 storm tra- stormtrooper pistol because he's trying to protest Donald Trump. You know, whatever happened to writing a letter, you know, or holding up a sign? I'd say carrying a picket sign. Yeah. You know, apparently, Phoenix Arms makes a white with black grip. 22 pistols. There you go. Semi-auto at Phoenix yeah. Arms would have to be, right? There you go. Perfect, perfect. That's the kind of crack research you can get. Max Orlando. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's a little crack. Yeah, that's a little crack. Hey, stick around, folks. we got more program coming up for you when we get back. Major Bill. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. 
you're under fire, or you're getting blown up, there's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me and it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before said, look brother, everything's gonna be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their ear pods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Major Wallace Cole Hogan Jr. died September 11, 2001, in the opening day of the War on Terror. Hogan, 40, of Macon, Georgia, was assigned to the Pentagon in the Office of Deputy Chief of Staff as the Special Operations Staff Officer. Major Hogan, Cole as he was known, grew up in Macon, Georgia, and attended Valdosta State University. 
After graduation, he joined the Georgia Army National Guard as a rifle and mortar platoon leader. Major Hogan went on to serve with the 1st, 19th, and 20th Special Forces Groups. Major Hogan, a Green Beret officer, also served as a general's aide, was at his desk when the aircraft hit the Pentagon. Officials said his office was at the point of impact. His body was identified through DNA tests. Major Hogan was survived by his wife, Air Force's doctor, Major Pat Hogan of Alexandria, Virginia, and his parents, Mr. and Mrs. Wallace C. Hogan Sr. of Macon, Georgia. Major Hogan, you are not forgotten. If you have any legal issue for which you are seeking some advice, some resolution, uh, familial matters, personal injury, criminal matters, a dispute with a neighbor, contract issues, uh, we can assist you in those pursuits. Give us a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960. I'll answer questions all the time for people. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the program. Folks, when he's giving you out that cell phone number, that, that's the same one Earl and I get a hold yeah. of him with, same one his family gets a hold of him with. That's, that's the number. That's, that's him right there. Listen, you, sometimes you may not get that answer right away. It's usually because he's on the phone with somebody else answering a question. So just leave that message, all right? But I, as I've told people before, if you call me at 3 o'clock in the morning and you hear the toilet flush, I'm old. You called me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to get up at that kind of time in the morning. I'm going to go pee. So just give me a break. There you go. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, sir. Ground control's a major... Bill. Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? Doing good, sir. Doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I am doing better than I was. So, it, it, not because I'm talking to you guys, but I'll just leave it at that. Because you know Kevin's bathroom habits now? Is that <laughs> why I was... Bill no, knew I my bathroom Kevin's habits already. Habits because I've heard the toilet flush <laughs> at, at he's, various He's made that call. Yeah. The day and night where I've had to make that phone call. So, yes. Very good. Very good, sir. Well, so you're doing better now. That's good. Uh, what, what, uh, what can we do for you today? I understand you have, a, you have some news. You have a story for us. You've got some interesting stuff going on. Well, of course, of course. You know, there's always something interesting going on uh, out there in the world. All you have to do is get on the Googles. And, uh, and uh, if you're not careful... Uh, with what you put into the search bar, you'll come up with something related to beavers. Yeah, um, listen, that's a, that was a dirty story right there. I don't know where that yes, one came it was. from. Yeah. That, was, that was a very dirty story. You know, I did hear back a lot from that uh, on that story. I do want everybody to know that Jerry Mathers is okay. It was not. <laughs> it was that he was not who they were talking about. But, um, oh, <laughs> but, but it was the, a beaver, yeah, not, not the uh, beaver. Well, I, that's the feedback not I got. You know, so beaver. I want. It was a beaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the question I got. I'm sorry, sir. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. All right. Well, you you know my favorite website. You know what it is. It's the old Google Earth. So let's jump on that. And uh, might be an area that you might be familiar with a little bit, Mike, up there on uh, Long Island, New York, little little Long Island town called Corum. I do know the area, and it's Long Island. Long, Long, Long Island. Island. Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. I'm sorry, like Nolans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. About Nolans. Yeah, yeah. Long Island. So anyway. Uh, uh, there was a very interesting uh, thing when they uh, found a couple of uh, dispensing machines that, you know, the kind of, you know, you put quarters in and you... you, you no, no, no. It's got to be bills. It's, gonna, it's two <laughs> yeah. $1 bills. No, no, no. This one was, this one had uh, quarters. It was, we're going back in time now. 
you know, so you put the quarters in there and you push it in and it dispensed the product. Well, this one was dispensing, get ready for this, crack pipes. Yes. Those were <laughs> pins. <laughs> well, it was a, it it was a pin dispenser. Yeah, it was just it with no like ink or point ink. or cap. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it had ink. It had ink. And, and it was a... Blue and white boxes were found up there in the in Quorum. Uh, I guess that's uh, uh, near Brookhaven, up Long Island. Yep, yep, uh, out there in Suffolk County, right there. Yep, and, yep. And it, it came to the attention of uh, the, the town councilman uh, through the fire department with regard to be a crack pipe dispenser disguised as a pen dispenser. <laughs> uh, and it said that this started an investigation along, between Brookhaven and Suffolk County. Uh, now. Dispensers, uh, from what I was able to research, were old uh, tampon dispensers, uh, and they were painted blue and white, and they had the words sketch pens across them. And they were, uh, you put the uh, eight quarters were inserted, and you pushed it in, and it produced the pens, which consisted of ink, a glass tube, and a filter. Yeah. Now, again, there was no caps, there was no ballpoint, there was no anything that made it a writing instrument. But, you know, it's a loose definition. There's really not a, a lot of, of uh, steel wool used in writing implements. <laughs> no, no, <it's, laughs> well, I think, you know, that's what makes it interesting of, you know, <laughs> what type of pen is this? You know, the, the filter material, uh, you know, was it, you know, real Brillo pad or was it from the dollar store? Right, true. So, true. so you know, what quality are you getting for this for the two-buck uh, yeah. uh, crack pipe? You know, which I guess, you know, is, is, is high quality compared to when, you know, crack first hit it big. And, Mike, you remember, they take the, uh, the beer cans and, and crunch them in the middle and poke the holes in them and, uh, and light them up that way. So, I mean, after you're done drinking your 40, you hit a rock and, you know, you were good to go for the evening. I could still hear the quote in my head. I could still hear the guy saying it. I'm not a crack addict. I'm a rock monster. Rock monster. <laughs> yep, yep. I could still hear it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Uh, I I remember it very well because I was there. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Sounds like uh, an excited utterance to me. Yeah, I'm ex- afraid they're going to use that against you, <laughs> sir. Which is why you don't talk to the police. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, back back then when it, I, I worked for a certain county agency that manufactured its own crack cocaine. Yep. Uh, True story. And it was one hundred percent pure, and we would go out and do the the drug reverses and the crack addicts knew we were the cops, but, but they were some good stuff because the high was so great because it was pure stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying; they were taking down the cops. They were taking down the cops because they made the best crack. Yeah, yeah. well, you know <laughs> that's the problem. You're you're just a box of baby laxative and a microwave away from really being in a big business. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a uh, we had a grandmother that we arrested and uh, brought her in, and she taught our lab techs how to make crack cocaine. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, it was it was a, a big purchase of Mr. Coffee, uh, <laughs> coffee mix. <laughs> yep, yep. That was out there at the time. Swap but, uh, shop was out of them that weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, back up there in Long Island, they found a second one. See now, Mike, you know, you got me seeing Long Island. There you go. There you go. I'll never. Uh, so they found it. And, you know, there was a debate going on. Well, is this truly drug paraphernalia? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, you know, depending on how it's used. Uh, but the, the dispensing for that purpose. Uh, it's a legal, a legal dispensary machine, according to them. And, uh, you know, so they're going to continue their investigation. So, uh, I'll see what else comes up with this. Yeah, this is evidently, uh, you know, somebody came out in the middle of the night and just popped these up and along the, uh, 
I think it was the Sunshine State Highway up there. They just popped them on in these little towns, and uh, you know, four, five, six of them just showed up. And you know, I don't know if this was a, a, a political statement or this guy found a way to make some cash. You know, because you know, I don't know how New York law goes, but uh, in Florida, it's not paraphernalia unless there's drug residue in it. When you buy it clean from the smoke shop, it's just a, it's just a, a smoking water device, pipe. a water pipe. Yeah, yeah. exactly right. Yeah, it's a, wa- it's a water pipe. <laughs> so I think that maybe oh, yeah. that they might be subject to the same thing. That's why they're talking about these are illegally installed machines rather than it sells crack pipes. You know, <laughs> now well, how, what I, Mike, what I think they're really upset about is they're not getting their taxes off of it. There you go. That's exactly so, right. If they were taxed. You know, if they were getting their cut, then, you know, oh, wait, I'm, this is not Cicero. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's New York. Same thing. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little smaller scale. <laughs> they got to get the, they got to get a little bit of their taste. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They got to get, they got to get it. You know, you gotta, just not the wet to beak. Got to pay your, you got to pay your dues. You got to pay your dues. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Oh, Major Bill, always a great story. Um, I will let Jerry Mathers know that, uh, uh, you know, you said hello and, uh, we will uh, we will make sure everybody's all right out there in the Pacific Northwest next time we talk to them. Um, uh, sir, if, if you would, though, before we talk to you next week, please stay safe down there. Absolutely. And to all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember to wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick. Always go home at the end of your shift. Those are Armstrong Radio. It's going to be live from the Caltech Studios. Guys, see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. 
Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. This is it. Last segment of the show. It just uh, comes around uh, all too often. Don't forget, uh, next week, I'll be, uh, well, I know I'll be up there. I'm not sure if the gentlemen are going to be following me yet. We're still trying to work it out, work out some details. Uh, you'll hear us all here, though. On, you'll hear us all here on the radio station, no matter what, whether we're together, whether we're apart. But uh, it's the Gun Rights Policy Conference in Chicago next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's uh, at Chicago O'Hare Hyatt, the Hyatt Chicago O'Hare the Gun Rights Policy Conference, go to saf.org, that's Second Amendment Foundation, saf.org slash grpc. Literally taking the fight behind the enemy lines. That's exactly what it is. The fight behind the enemy lines is where we're going. Now, I, um, I don't know. You know, I, I don't, I, you know, when I go other places, I got people that can, uh, can meet me, you know, uh-huh, and, uh, uh-huh. and, 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 and we, uh, we, uh, we, you know, we get, uh, we get good together. Yeah. I don't know anybody like that in Chicago. <laughs> so... Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know anyone like that in Chicago. I, well, I guess I could call Abe Froman. I do. I do know, I do know Abe Froman. I do. You, you do? I do. Yeah, Kevin goes, I'll take Kevin with me. There we go. There we go. I don't need a, I don't need a gun. I got a Kevin. <laughs> got a donk. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I am not your donk. Not your donk. Your donk not, is here, though. I'm not the donk you're looking I'm for. I'm not the donk you're looking for. Uh, you guys know where, where the College of Ozarks is? The College of Ozarks? The college, college of Ozarks. I would doesn't, imagine doesn't it's in out. the Ozarks. I was going to go with the Ozarks. Yeah, I'm going to think somewhere there in uh, in, uh, in in misery, Missouri, in, in, in the Ozarky area. Yes, yes. The College of Ozarks volleyball team, the girls' volleyball team, played its first game since the school announced it would choose its country over company and remove all athletic uniforms purchased from Nike that contain the brand's swoosh emblem. Now, folks, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about that, uh, what's that, uh, the, that crackpot's name? Uh, Kaepernick. Uh, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, he's the face of Nike. Did you, did you catch this? Did you catch, I don't know if you saw this also. They put him on there with the, with the you know, with the, with the, I am, you know, do something. Do something or, you know, be, what was his slogan? Just do it. Just, yeah, well, just do it. But he's like, no, no. sometimes you have to stand, sacrifice oh, everything st- or something like stand, that. Yeah. Stand and for something, something even if it costs you everything. Even if it means sacrificing everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, and. You know, I'd like to know what he sacrificed. Colonel West went, why don't you 
Tillman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. There, yeah. There are so I said many that better three people. weeks ago. There's yeah. so many better choices than him, and and they made a big, well produced video. Oh, it was a great this. video. Yeah, and he just had the wrong main character. And yeah, yeah and he's well, he, he shouldn't have been any character in it. Uh, he's the only one not performing in in in, in yeah. an athletic event. He's standing on the street corner, in you know, in just in plain clothes. Yeah. Well, that's because that's how he plays football now. Yeah. Well, he playing doesn't in the street. So and he, he has to go timeout car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> game on. Game off. Car. Game on. Game on. The the ad with him with him standing there and it's the black and white the grayscale mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it's whatever it's called with where it says sometimes you have to sacrifice everything whatever whatever it happens to be. I, I can't remember what the exact slogan is. But have you seen all the copycat ones of them? Oh, they just keep oh, them rolling. Boy. They're memeing him <laughs> to death. Oh, they just keep memeing him to death. I think the best one is the, the Hillary Clinton one, uh, where it's the same slogan, uh-huh. but it's her sitting there with that I've been beaten look on her face. Um, <laughs> there's one, again, with the sometimes you have to sacrifice, you have to, you know, and it's uh, it's Anthony Weiner with the, his, his uh, selfie pic, yeah. him shirtless. There's there's just so many of them out there. They're, with with they're Hillary's great. was, I think it was, you know, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everyone. There you go. There you go. That's, that's, that's what it was. Uh, so anyway, this is the College of Ozarks. This is their response to the Nike putting, on the, on the, putting Kaepernick on there. The sidebar on that was they, they lost uh, 3 4 5% of, uh, of total sales, total, total volume during the first, uh, the first day. Yeah. Well, well, the second day, they started to, it started to, you know, to balance back out. It started to come back up a little. So they said, we've had a record increase in sales. Well, yeah, because yesterday you had a record decrease. <laughs> you know, you, you, everybody did the protest yesterday, and now it's kind of coming back to a little bit more towards normal. So it was ridiculous. Anyway. And, and their sales internationally were the ones that accounted for the improvement. Yes, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, head coach uh, Stacy Muckenthaler said she didn't know uh, what the new equipment would look like when they were when they decided they were going to get rid of the Nike swoosh, all she knew is that they were not going to have the Nike swoosh. This is a private Christian college, about fifteen hundred students, and it announced in a news release that student athletes will no longer wear the brand in response to the company's thirtieth anniversary ad campaign featuring uh, the the crackpot Colin Kaepernick. In their new ad campaign, we believe Nike executives are promoting an attitude of division and disrespect toward America. I don't really think, guys, I could say it better than that. I, you know, we, we try to come up with the reason why, but that's it. It's, it's, di- it's division and disrespect towards America. The, this is what was said by the College of Ozarks President Jerry Davis uh, in, in his release. He said, if Nike is ashamed of America, then we're ashamed of them. We also believe that those who know what sacrifice is all about are more likely to be wearing a military uniform than an athletic uniform. When the team opened the box, this box came in right before the game started. They got this box about 45 minutes before they were supposed to start their season. They found gray T-shirts with numbers on the front and Ozarks written across the back. Just plain. I mean, listen, they decided this wasn't going to this wasn't going to let them be held back. They weren't going to wear these Nike swoosh emblems, so they went down to the local shirt, uh, you know, printer and got these made up yeah. right on the spot. You you just wait 3 weeks. Yeah. And Adidas is going to be all over these girls like white on rice. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. They're going yeah. to they're going to have uniforms. At, we're going to change the uniforms for every game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You're going to have a new uniform for every game. Yeah. It's going to be epic. According to Coach uh, Muck and Thaler, the team only cares about having their school name on the jerseys. One player declined to comment 
uh, after the College of Ozark sweep of Williams Baptist in straight games at the uh, Evangelical Classic and referred questions about Nike to the coach. Hey, no problem there. You that's, know what the player wants yeah, to play. That's, 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 a, that's, yeah. a, smart, that's yeah. a smart person. Yeah. You nope, know, nope, I, nope, no comment. I'm here to play the game. Talk to the coach. Yeah. Muck and Thaler said that they did switch to uh, Adidas shorts, I guess. And uh, you know, so, Kevin, it sounds like they might be on the way. They may, right now it sounds like they probably just went and bought those shorts because they, 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 they make the right kind but of shorts. Adidas is going to see this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See this story. Yep, and, yep. See, and, they're gonna, and some clever fellow at Adidas is going to go, well, you know, we we sponsored that girl that beat the Williams girl. That's right. Maybe maybe this is our this is our opportunity to steal the entire market from yeah. Nike. Yeah, you know, just very well could happen. Take it. So very well could happen. Go, go talk to there's a there's a couple of ladies out there that would be willing to talk to them about. Yeah, you can use my husband's image for your ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chris um, Kyle's yeah. wife. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh, yeah. she was hot. Oh yeah, she was hot, and she's not stupid. She can write, and she can she can write down exactly what she thinks of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you'll and, like it, and and did, <laughs> and and all you can say is yes, ma'am, because you know what? I'm scared of her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep, yep. Uh, the school has taken stands against protests involving Kaepernick in the past. College announced in September 2017 the school's team would walk away from any game. They would get this right. They would walk away from any game where the opposing team takes a knee, sits, or turns its back on the American flag or national anthem. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do that? that. We're out. We're out. Uh, In response, the 2018 Men's Division II basketball tournament was moved from the school, which had hosted the tournament for the previous 18 seasons. Now, you think that would get somebody to back down, right? We're going to take finances out of your pocket. We're going to take the tournament away from you. You know what they said? Yeah. Now we're not even wearing the emblem anymore. Nice. Yeah. Go home and get your shine box, is nice. what they told them. You uh-huh. know, they, 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 they said, get out. Our school, <clears throat> our school is very consistent. They are tried and true, have a belief system, and they hold true to that. It's not easy to make decisions that they make. I'm very proud of this institution, and I'm happy to wear Ozarks on the back of our jerseys right now, even if it's a T-shirt. The head coach's father's in the military, and her husband's a police officer. I'll tell you what. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get me an Ozarks uh, girls volleyball t-shirt. Well, I'm going to get a guy's one. Are I'm, I'm <laughs> you going to wear, wear the, a ham puppet? I'm not going to wear the girls one. I'm going to wear the guys one. But I'm going to get me a college of Ozarks uh, some gear and, and wear that sport to sport this school and sport these girls. So, Hey, folks, that, that's this uh, week for you. Don't forget, uh, next week we'll be right back here, uh, 3 to 5 Eastern time, if you're listening uh, on, on the radio station live or you're going to armsroomradio.com to listen to us there. Obviously, you can listen to us the other stations around the country whenever we happen to be on there. Check out armsroomradio.com. Next week, one or more of us will be at the Gun Rights Policy Conference up in Chicago. Go to saf.org slash grpc. That's saf.org slash grpc. And until next week, folks, please remember... Exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Go Ozarks! Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. 
So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! America! 